Good day, Rise listeners. We are back on Rise with Snaloma Tubatuba. And yet again, we have another guest. Uh, if he could just introduce himself. Um, hello, guys. My name is Sakile Ngobe. Um, I'm a law student at the University of the Western Cape. And yeah, I'm also a part-time student entrepreneur. Yeah, so Mr. Ngobe, um, I've known you for a while. And if you could just tell us about your background, where do you come from, uh, your schooling, and what made you choose law? What made you um, take this decision to do law? No, no problem for it too. As I've said, my name is Akila. I was born, bred, and buttered in Kutu Township, which is a small township outside Nelspreet in Pumalanga. So I was raised by my grandmother. She's now late for a couple of years. Then I moved to my parents' home. So how I got into law was that during my upbringing at my grandmother's place, most of my uncles and my cousins were either already in law or pursuing law. So it was something that I was exposed to at a young age. Hence, I ended up being interested as to what's this thing. I want to let me do more research. Hence, I ended studying law. Mm. It's quite interesting that you come from a background of lawyers. And, uh, I can relate to that because I also come from a background of lawyers. And um, they're very influential in the decision. Mm. And yeah, you'll hear when... You're asking, or when adults ask you, what are you studying, Lord? Oh, okay, you know, with respect to that. But um, moving on, I'd like to know, we know Sakile as the entrepreneur, the businessman, the man with the ideas. If you could just take us through that, um, your uh, business enterprises, um, the ideas we've come up with, you know. Okay, no, thank you, thank you very much once again for way too. Just to put it out there, <laughs> I love the law, Yavona. So business, as I've said, it's a hobby or it's something that I do part-time because before I delve into the business space, because what are we here for at the end of the day? We're here yeah, for law. law so yeah. I just want to, even to the rise listeners to know, Guri, the point of departure, it's academics. Then along the way, there came business. business yeah. So how I ended up in business was that um, growing up, my dad was also a businessman, but he's a teacher by profession. So now in his part time, he would start businesses and he would fail a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he would fail a lot. But one thing I learned from him is that the following day he would start another business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when until he succeeded in other businesses. Mm-hmm. So back to Usakilengobe and. Some of the businesses you said, Mose, I, I ran on campus and how I ended up on the businesses was that I'm a professional fencer, Yabona, mm. which is an Olympic sport. So in 2021, I had to raise funding to go to training. Mm. It's at UCT. And at that point, I didn't have enough money because it costed around 500 a week just to fence mm. and also fencing fees. So I realized that I should start selling books online. Mm. So I would go to... um. Let me just call them spots where <laughs> my suppliers, <laughs> yeah. Yabona. Then I opened an Instagram online page by the name of Motives Book Blog. Mm. The way I got the name Motives is that my brother runs a business by the name of Motives SA. Mm. So at that time, I'm not a creative. I was like, dog, please give me a name. It's yeah. like, no, you can use my name, yeah. Motives. Started with Motives Book Blog, went to different areas in Cape Town, and I stocked books, Yabona, yeah, because I saw online a business that was similar to mine. However, my question is that why are they selling their books so cheap? cheap. That means there's a place where they stock okay. and now I must find that place. I mustn't buy from them. After doing research and going all around Cape Town after my fencing practice, I found eventually a place and I bought books at like a very cheap price. Mm-hmm. Then I was able to add markup and that blew up because on Instagram, I was like, who's my client? I'm like, oh, those people maybe who work in corporate and they don't have time to go to bookshops. So you just go to my Instagram, you comment interested, Mm -hmm. then I deliver the book through PEP or other career systems. Yeah. So that was your, you'd say that was your first um, business venture, uh, personal business venture, apart from maybe assisting your father in his own business ventures. Um. 
uh, prior to that, uh, there was a business, but most of them have failed. But I would like to speak to, um, to the one that people know about, which is the bike business. Mm. So in 2020, I bought a bike and uh, I want to share a bit on how I got the money. Because yeah. now I had NSFAS. So how I got the money, it's COVID and the university says go home. And people are going home. However, I was residing at the off-campus residence, which was like, you don't have to go home. Yeah. Yeah, then so uh, my brother calls me. He's into IT and no cryptocurrency and all those kind of things. Yeah. Uh, fourth Industrial Revolution. He calls me. He's like, Sasso shares just went down. So when if you could take the money that was intended for you to go home and I take some of my salary, then we put it into Sasso. I don't know what might happen, but... Something will, so, happen. something will happen. So at the time I had like two thousand, and he took three thousand from his salary, put in five thousand. Mm. We bought Sasol shares. They're like twenty rand a share, mm. coming from more than hundred and fifty. Mm. Then a month or two later, the Sasol shares skyrocketed, mm. and blew up from like all five k that we had on easy equities to like twenty five k. And I was on Facebook reading this post from this guy. His name is Tabang Paper, uh, Paper Card Muloto. And he was talking about how a lady from Take A Lot bought it, uh, brought his delivery and he asked the lady about the figures. Mm. Then the lady was revealing the figures and how most of our North African brothers are exploiting and exploiting in a good way. In a good it, way yeah. it, eating from that market. And they was saying, hi, so Zendibovilapi, which means I wouldn't be, <laughs> be driving <laughs> a bike. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. So I was like, no, man. I, 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 I'm going to execute this. I, I gave my brother a call. I'm like, brother, he used to stay at Johannesburg CBD. Mm. I'm like, we must buy a bike. He's like, what plan do you have? I'm like, dog, we must buy a bike. Mm. Went to Big Boy. Uh, fast forward, went to Big Boy, John, uh, ran back, we bought a bike. Mm. After buying a bike, operated for three months. And from that three months, from August to November, funny thing, I didn't receive a payment. But mm. I was paying track. I was paying all the other insurance payments, other but I never yeah. exactly. But I never received the salary because mm. first of all, you are a 19, 20 year old, and your driver is thirty two years old. Mm. So they're like, "Who's this kid? Is gonna tell me?" So they basically, I was paying my school fees. Bangsha Shaile, yeah, one of the first four months in December, like we're selling this thing because we're not making money. money yeah. You buy a bike for twenty five thousand, and we sold it for eight thousand. Sure. Back to the dealership. Yeah. So that was one of the failures. Mm -hmm. Then the following year, that's when I restarted with other gens, and now it's going good. It's going good. Yes. So you currently have uh, bikes? Yes. Operating in Johannesburg? Yeah, they are operating yes, in Proteatland, Johannesburg. Okay. And how many are there? Uh, it's one, then we're going for the second one. We're going for the second yes. one. Yes. I'm, I'm happy that you are showing the failure side of business. Mm, and I mm. believe that many people, not just us young people, people are scared to yes. venture into business yeah. because they are scared of failure. And you mentioned quite an important thing that um, you never received an income, you know, uh, or dividends of some sort from your business. Instead, you were paying for something, you know, and uh, this is also, I think, a very important business lesson. What could you say about that? The fact that um, people tend to seek instant gratification from business or quick money mm. um, from the business enterprises or the business ventures that they enter into. But um, one would say that it requires time, patience, and effort for you to then later reap the rewards. I think the lesson, my brother, number one would be patience. Let me further divulge more private information. Even in the current bike business that I'm in with my friends, we formally registered the business in 2021 and it's been making money. One of the drivers actually is the partner. So we're actually five. Mm. Then he's a partner, then he's also a driver. driver. But from 2021 September till now, I've never taken a payment also from that business. From business and yeah. also most of the businesses, I'm sure you know that I run businesses with so yeah. I've never taken a salary. It's only maybe one business just to survive by groceries. Yeah. But most of the money we make is reinvested. Mm. And one of the things I've promised myself is that it's fine for the next five years, as long as I have money for rent or money to survive, survive. then I'd rather live on, on a debt 
knowing very well Uguri, when I look at the balance sheet of the business, it's, it's happening. It's happening. But it's not yet time. Yeah. And back to the thing we see instant gratification. Mm. I speak to a lot. Like the past two days, I was consulting with three entrepreneurs. Mm. And in that consultation, I do different consultations. Mm. I never charge people for consultations. For consultations. Yeah, because mm. today we were charged. Mm. And how can I empower you if I'm charging you? Because now yeah. you are you want to make money. Then, So back to the story, Gurim. My thing is that, my lesson is that you need to be patient. Mm. You need to be patient. There's no instant gratification and you will fail a lot. Mm. You will fail a lot in a sense that you go, you still need to learn lessons. Same as you and I were in law and were studying and were paying our school fees mm. through NSFAS or other that forms of means, payment. Yeah. Yeah, wanna, and that's, that's school fees. Someone has to pay for the mm. knowledge to come. Yeah. And in business... Unfortunately, your school fees will be your failures. Yeah. And land influence, or it's so sad because as academics or as smart gens, we are not used to failure. Yeah. Or failure comes once in a while where you get that forty percent, then you're back on track. Mm. However, in business, it's not the it's it's not the thing. Mm. Imagine you're coming from law where I'm doing fairly well in fair mm. business in fair yeah. Now, if you would put it in marks that I'm busy getting ten percent, I'm failing like no one's business. Yeah. I'm failing. I remember there was a point where I was owing people six thousand, seven thousand, mm. and those are the stories we never divulge mm. into. So the lesson will be patience, because mm. you will fail. I don't care who you are. Mm. When you get into business, you will fail. <laughs> so, um, like I'd like to know. Um, because I mean, as you know, for instance, with me, yes, uh, I'm a content creator. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I'm a student. Yes. How did you manage the balance between your academics, yes, and running a business, especially on campus? Okay. Um. Number one was that I I did say that I come from a fencing background, mm. so. The fencing from 2017, ever since I was in grade 11, 12, Mm. when I was able to, I was a professional fencer. So that means I had to balance fencing, traveling the country, whilst also being a student. Mm. So from there already, I knew during the day I'm fencing and at night I'm studying. I have to study, yeah. And obviously that came with a lot of sacrifices such as... um, but in uh, sacrificing friends, mm. there are many friends that I lost along the way. Really? Even even today, like an hour before this interview, I was calling a friend that I grew up with to check up on him. Mm. And when I speak to him, I'm like, dog, when, the, when was the last time we spoke? Yeah. He was like, last year, November. I'm like, what? Time has passed. And it was so sad that when I was checking up on him, I'm asking him, Yo, dog, how's your mother? He's like, my mom died. Yo. So those are some of the things you will miss yeah. when yesterday I had to stop everything and go and see my sister at UCT because mm. the last time I saw her was in April. Mm. So the balance sometimes is not there. Yeah, The balance is not there. And academically, obviously, back to what I said, because law is my first love. Mm. So if a business has to die, then it has, it to, has die. to die. Yeah. The law comes first. Or oh, what I have been called for has to come first. Come first. Yeah. Then, the re- then the business can then the space can be created mm. but most of the businesses i've been lucky to have people that i work with mm. as i always say collaboration is the best innovation mm. so i'm able to work with partners like in pretoria i'm part of a pet sitting business mm. and those are talks we've had for two years where we must buy this business mm. and the guy that runs the business is my friend a close friend so yeah now he's studying veterinary sciences he used to work for that business mm. and now we bought the business no, so yeah, he's running nice, the business yeah. Then Mina, I just come once every two weeks just to check how it's going. going yeah. So most of the businesses I have partners. Mm. Yeah, one. I think when we start things like or oh, innovative things, um, in my career as a student, I think this is also one of the things I regret because I did have an opportunity to start businesses. The ideas were there, you know. But we tend to think that, hey, when I start a business, I will need to be there and be hands-on 24-7. Yet, there's a power of delegation. And as you're saying, that collaboration is, you know, ultimate sophistication. It's the ultimate innovation. Um, how do you think, <clears throat> excuse me, how do you think uh, we should, um, like, encourage others who have like business ideas especially um 
university students to like venture into their businesses because we have a lot of creatives out here and people um you know they they sleep on the potential that they have in terms of having such enterprises i think my brother we should have more conversations hmm. i i re- i think that's the point of departure and we really need to, we need to be honest cuz uh, one thing that is happening is that we see the unemployment rate and i think it's something that we're ignoring <laughs> we're from here varsity we have to go somewhere yeah and it's a fact that most of uh, let, let me not say most of us god forbid but there are people that won't be able to get employment or it will take time, time. and my question is that what are you doing between that time, time yeah yeah but i mean i was telling a friend Guri, if i if i don't get a job i don't mind going to sasol and work as a petrol station yeah. as a petrol uh, attendant I don't mind something. going to shop right. Mm-hmm. The your previous guest, Uus Tembiso, his story. He also started from humble beginnings. Yeah. And now I'm like, I don't mind starting there because I know that's not where I'm ending. But for me to eat on that day, day yeah. I need to start somewhere. But back to your question, my thing is that we must start having conversations. Mm-hmm. We must not shy away from the entrepreneurship um conversation mm-hmm. and think it's for certain people. Mm-hmm. And also, entrepreneurs must be honest. Yeah, but I worry, dog. I'm not making money. Mm-hmm. I'm broke because sometimes, broke. and especially sometimes when I go to church, people are like, "Hey, entrepreneur, hey, Neymar." And sometimes I, I'm at the point where I just keep quiet. Mm. And if I would show you my bank account, you'd be like, "What? There's fifty rand there." And it's, I'm being, I'm being honest. Honest, yeah. Not fifty rand there, and you're like, you have bikes, you have a yeah, pet sitting business. I'm like, unfortunately, our relationship with business or our knowledge or what we've been exposed to to business has not been honest. Mm. Good guys, business takes time. It might take three years. It might take five years. Mm. So don't expect entrepreneurs to have money. Mm-hmm. So that now when you go into business, you're not depressed, thinking yeah. you'll have a lucky break. And I also blame South African media because they like this uh, poverty porn. Yeah. You don't tell us he got an investment at three million from his uncle. Yeah, <laughs> so there's, there's a lot in the gap. And I think the ability to have conversations. Go see, if you start a business, you won't make money now. Mm. But Mina, the thing that keeps me in business is that you only need to succeed once. You what? only need that one chance. One break. Call of seven. It's tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think a few days ago, if not a few weeks ago, I don't remember because uh, one gets so busy. We were having a conversation about content entrepreneurs in terms of people are more obsessed with the, as you mentioned earlier, the gratification aspect and to be seen that they are in business or they are entrepreneurs when they actually are not, when they're actually not doing the hard work because um, objectively when you look at the business aspect, wow, uh, Sakile is doing A, B, C, and D, but you don't know what it took Sakile to actually get into that. Like, what do you have to say about that? I think, uh, hence I go back to South, South African media and to all the rise listeners that also want to go into business. I think it's something that they must be cautious of because obviously when you start business, you do research. And, and unfortunately, South Africa also has... I was at the Student Entrepreneurship Week last week, and it was very perfect. But I also met some entrepreneurs. As you engage, this person is a content entrepreneur. <laughs> and Mina, I'm more interested, what business are you running? What is the balance sheet saying? Because mm. the true test of an entrepreneur is the balance sheet. Mm. I don't care whether you look amazing on television, show us the balance sheet. Mm. So what I would say to people is that, let us move away from being the entrepreneur. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. In fact, you can you can wear your, your job suit and still make money. Money, yeah. It's fine. You can be behind this. I mean, I'm fine. In fact, I'm, I'm in the sneaker cleaning business. I'm fine with washing sneakers. I, don't ma- I even tell people that I'm smoother's employee. Yeah. Because I understand good, I'm there to count money. Yeah. I'm not there to uh, appease to the to the masses. I'm not a poli- <laughs> I'm not a politician. I'm fair too. Yeah, that's uh, inspired some politicians mm. who are wanna building up to the elections for yeah. next year. But me, I'm there. It's fine. I can be behind the scenes. It's fine. But the conversation is that: Are you making money? Are you making the bag? If yeah. not, then go and introspect. Yeah. Um. There's a guy. 
and uh, we both follow this guy. Um, he's a content creator. He shares his uh, entrepreneurship journey, mm-hmm. and he gives tips to people um, on on TikTok. The TikToker, I just his name has just escaped me, but he always talks about how it doesn't matter as long as the way you're making money is legal. Mm. So back to the sneaker cleaning business, you know, one would imagine, but yo, the sambi slang was abandu, is muga yo. I get, I get that a lot, by the way. Yeah, I get that a lot. What do you get? Because you know that. Oh, let me disclose this also. Not to break, but to give you context. Yeah. I get it, I'm a Kenan Collins scholar. Yes. And also people must apply for Kenan Collins. It's open. Oh, yeah. Kenan yeah. Collins, guys, is a bursary. Yes, it's a it's a scholarship from the UK. So people must apply. Yeah. The money is good. And also the experiences. <laughs> I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. The money is good. And the experiences and the networks is also yeah, good. Yeah. So people, please do apply. Back to that. So mm-hmm. my friends that know that, I like ah and daughter, you're a Canon Collins scholar, you're a fencing star, and now you're washing sneakers. Yeah. Yeah, one and that if you are not a strong person, that does get to you. And um we can imagine like the money you guys make from washing <laughs> sneakers. Yes. I like I think um uh, washing a sneakers is sixty five rand. Eighty rands. Eighty rand. Yes. Yo. Hey. And just to give you context, last week we washed over fifteen pairs. Fifteen pairs. Yes. Last week only. Yes, 15 pairs uh, invoiced last week. So you can imagine how much man. And when you go to the shop and buy, no one asks you or no one says, I this man is from Ex- Exactly. It's money. At the end of the day, I, I come from the Bumalanga area. Mm. So a lot of guys that were not doing well academically, mm. they went to Duamo Boiler Making, which is a course I love a lot. Mm. And then you have Krunmans who are professionals. So like, I have this degree. But month end, when those guys come back from the mines, the cars that they park there, park. and con- and compared to the guys that were breaking back in the day, right. you see, we're rather not a day in fair too. As long as you said, as long as the Malakoyans are legally mm. and you are doing the right thing within mm. the law, then it doesn't matter how you made it. Whether you wash 3 million sneakers and you make 2 million, at the end of the day, we want to feed our families. Yeah. Um, you remind me of something uh, back at home. My, my father, so we would keep clothing. Mm. Yeah. So as we kept clothing from when we were growing up, maybe give some to, you know, charity, your mm-hmm. church and um, the charity homes around. But then there'd be like shoes and other things. And my dad would be like to my brother and I, guys, take a sale, a plastic sale and stand there in the street and yeah. sell these clothes, you know. And... My brother and I would be like, hey, 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 hey. but then, you know, one has grown from that in that um, there's nothing wrong with mm. starting from humble beginnings. Yeah. And I think uh, biggest mistake is when you are educated as well. Yes. You are like, I'm not my place is in the office. Uh, I cannot be seen selling cabbage on the street. But what would people say? Can I interject me? there? Yeah. You know, Ure, let's take you in an office, maybe at a law firm, maybe in Dubai. Yeah. You are working there, you're an associate. Do you understand that you're also selling there? Mm, you are selling. That's sales. And you're selling your time. You're, you're selling your time. And yeah. that law firm is also selling services. Yeah. It's just how you look at the sales. The sales, yeah. So it's just what's The fact that you're in a suit now. Exactly. In a, in a are... high rise building. In the what Mahal, whatever building they call it. That that's the thing. It's just you know, we look at sales. You you're doing content, you're selling. Mm. So Tina, we look at the university selling something. Yeah. Everyone is selling. It's just we well, look the most favorite thing we love, it's sales. Yeah. But when it comes to you selling something, now it's a problem. Bazotini. Yeah. Now I'm I'm right. selling I'm washing sneakers, I'm selling sweets, energy drinks. Yeah. But then on the day, you know the those two seconds before you sleep where you think about your life and the honesty talk hits you, mm. that's when you realize where I was supposed to sell. Yeah. Or all people before they die, they tell you, no, I was supposed to Just do one, do two, it. three. But then you realize that, no, the thoughts of, or whatever people say, it doesn't matter, because yeah. then on a day you are alone. And when you go to the shop or when you are hungry, no one will come and come assist and say, you. Yeah. I always say that, you know, starting a business, usually the, the, the vision is seen by you. Yes. No one else, and if you would ever tell another person that, look, hey, this is what I'm planning on doing, hey, they'll say you're crazy, yes, you know. 
and um there's this video i i enjoy watching on this abantu bazotini syndrome mm-hmm. that uh we are suffering from <laughs> you know this video talks about how starting what you want to start is so important and what anyone else says is irrelevant because a generation or two generations from now will be dead yes and then who will say i psychilo who will be obsessing over what psychilo started <laughs> and uh, if to, it is then successful to add to add on that in fact three months three months later you would have forgotten what a person has said to you, to you whether positive or negative yeah. life co- continues yeah. so when uh, why are you not starting because mm. at the end of the day you have to eat mm. or you have to do that thing that will take you forward but mm. because of a person that you've met two years ago mm. and doesn't feed you or doesn't contribute or doesn't even support or watch your content now you are worried hence me ne? i don't <laughs> when i start a business here's a secret i'm sharing when i start a business mm. you'll see i never market to people i know yeah i never i always go for strangers because strangers would be able to say this is nonsense without any subjectivity Activity. but if it's my friend they'll be like please discount but yeah. uh, we are but strangers will support you and yeah. will make you rich yeah from fam- what familiarity breeds disrespect exactly there is a sense of comfort with it um i'm a person who's not big on announcements so if ever i want to start something or i have just got something i keep my mouth shut because mm. um not that you know because mm-hmm. usually people say uh when you are superstitious and all yeah. of that but it's more of you know um they say you must move in silence yes yes and uh there's so much power in moving in silence because mm. then you are not distracted by so and so's comment be it it is good or not if it is good maybe it might make you too comfortable yeah. if it is bad maybe it might discourage you mm, to understand mm, mm. so i'd like us to discuss something that has been contentious for a while where we hear maybe certain celebrities or people like dropping out of school mm-hmm. and then pursuing business yes um what is your take on that because Um yeah we we have success stories of people who have dropped out and then um they go pursue business yes. some wouldn't admit when the businesses have failed mm. and umuntu doesn't want to backtrack but with some they do have the success stories yes so like what would you say like is there still a role for education in your view education in fact to to me is the most important thing is the most important education is very important mm. and your thing where you saying no i want to drop out because i want to focus on business obviously there are different contexts mm. like for an example there's a project i'm doing some kind of research mm. and the entrepreneurs that dropped out and did well were because of situation mm. it was not because they wanted to drop, drop out, out yeah. yeah but it was because maybe they bigana mal exactly and as far as in the one two three yeah one apart a person that i chill with and you are good and you saying you want to drop out because of business mm. and when your business turns over 7000 and you want to drop out and you stay at rest yeah. that that rest is paid by nsfas and you want to see there's a cognitive dissonance there because mm. now you're going to go so if you drop out you move out of varsity to ohlalap you, you need to rent you need to rent and you're making 7000 which yeah. wifi are you going to use so i think sometimes we stand on a high horse and you say no you don't need school i need to drop out mm. but you're making 10000 you're making 30000 your business yeah. is not sustainable mm. so i i really think education still plays a very very big role and those that tell their stories back to south, south african media and media porn or basin uh, poverty porn poverty they'll tell porn. you hey person x start uh, dropped out then now the business mm. i was reading a story from the founder of tripolikao He says E-Trip was his 20th business. I stand to be corrected, but somewhere along those lines, mm. 20th business. That means there were 19 other businesses. businesses. I know that he speaks about Amashisa Nyama. There are other businesses that, there are other guys that also don't talk about their failures. Yeah. It's only a few of us. That's, in fact, it's not nice being about your failure. Mm. If I would remember 2020, I was scammed trying to start a business. Yeah. And I was already signed I had already signed some deal with the mine to supply them with a certain product. Mm. And the mine had agreed. Mm. I, I was subcontracted. The business failed. 
Mm. I borrowed money from people. I'm in debt for seven thousand, and the business failed. So some of some of the things we do not speak about. Upumama is some washing sneakers, but you don't say that. Three other mm. businesses. I have bikes, but there are two bikes. A few weeks ago, my driver was in a, an accident. The partner. We don't say such things. Then now people lean more, more on the hill. Now me, if I can start this business, I can quit school. That's not the case. Hence mm. me now I say education value is my first love and yeah. business is a hobby. Yeah, you know, um, back to what you are saying about, uh, you were saying you went to the Student Entrepreneurship Week. Yes. And I don't know what your view is, but aren't we too obsessed with training, uh, business plans, getting certificates, and not having the actual business? Like, let me not speak in a, a university, but at the broader context. Yeah, we 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 are a generation of business plans <laughs> and five P's of marketing and CIPC registration of which is good. Mm. But I am of the view that why do you register something that is not moving? Mm. Have you tested the product? Have you sold? That's why I love when DJs who sells says sell something at least for a year. Mm. So that by the time you're in business, because you're going to be saying, no, but I, I don't want to sell because my business will be doing pages to investors. Can't do, what are you doing in that boardroom? Because you're selling. You're selling, yeah. So we are a generation. In Vele, I don't want to limit it, as I said, to universities, but broadly, because I, I operate outside the university, university space most of the time. Yeah. But most of the university students that I meet, or TVET colleges from other varsities, I don't know who sold us this idea, but we are so marketing a team yeah. you want investors what did you sell what did you produce because even at work bafuna irreference it's giving so, business studies exactly it's giving business studies yeah. and i like mozambican brothers because they are more of doing hand stuff mm. they build houses and mozambican brothers you see those houses in limpopo in venda it's beautiful built, houses exactly built it's built by, by by those guys the yeah. locals and mozambicans yeah. and those guys if you ask them where's your architecture degree, they'll look at you in the eye and ask you what's that. What's that? Yeah. So last South Africa, we we too focused on research. We too focused on the fancy American Silicon Valley problems. Yeah. While we are not focusing on the business itself. So we're not what getting did, the basics right. You know what my mother says every time I tell her I start a business, she humbles me. She's like, "Are you making money? Mm. How is that business? Is it viable?" It's viable and yeah. I get offended all of the time because now she's asking me a question. That's true. Because yeah. I come, yeah, but this business is cute. We're going to be solving. But are you making money? money yeah. There's no business person who says they start a business because they, they want to help people. Mm. If that's the case, go and open an NGO. Yeah. And um, Penel yes. speaks about this. Mm. Because mm. Uh, if you know, Penel was very successful. Maybe you could still say still successful. But he has had his business downfall yes and he speaks openly about it and mm. how he you know how his businesses were making you know millions yes um how he was into tracking and all that yes but then he got trapped in now not just running a business but then running a charity yes yes yes, yes and uh, i think there's so much power in our fellow african brothers and sisters yes who are in business Mm. who are not shy like you yes. to say, okay, this is business. I've been in business yeah. and this is how business goes. Mm. I have failed. And not just tell us their success stories. Well, no, I'm now running a bike business, but also tell us, well, look, hey, gang are shy. Yeah. You know, I've been scammed. And <laughs> to sort of guide and give the next person um, guidance to say that, okay, look, if you want to get into this business, here are the pros, here are the cons. Yeah, mm. it's very it's very important. And back to that, my brother, which we are not having enough conversations. And one thing that made me angry, let me just say, I'm still on my come up, but on the come up is the gatekeeping. Yo, entrepreneurs are celebrities. <laughs> Yo, and I used to think celebrities are celebrities, but celebrities are better. Entrepreneurs, they mm. think they're working on what I'm fair to. Mm. And my thing is that, dog, just be approachable, be able to give back. Mm. Hence, uh, now I'm reflecting on the Student Entrepreneurship Week. Mm. There's a guy, so I'm doing an interview with a guy for this project I'm doing. Yeah. 
Now they call this other guy. Let's just call him Person X. Person X comes. He was told that I'm doing this project and he wants to contribute because everyone there, mm. I believe they respected him because of the project he's doing. He's doing, yeah. So he comes to me there at my exhibition table. He's like, oh, I see you running a sneaker uh, cleaning, whatever. Business how man. much? He's like, how many employees do you have? I look at the guy. I'm like, employees? I'm like, oh, we business? started a month and a half ago. Yeah. He's like, but yeah, how many employees are? I'm like, uh, all of us are employees. He's like, how much are you t- How much are you making? I'm like, we're making enough. Yeah. Then he takes out his phone. He shows me an invoice. He's yeah. like, yeah, this is a bad month. I'm making 185000 How much are you guys making? Then he's like, and then I ask him his age, he's like, he's 36. I'm like, oh, yeah. you can't expect to come to me, Sakile, a 23-year-old, and when as a 35-year-old who has over 20 failures, mm. and we don't know how you succeeded, mm. now you expect me to have employees and be, yeah, one. Yeah. So yeah, now, from the angle he came at, I'm going to show him. Yeah. And back to a thing where entrepreneurs, some entrepreneurs are celebrities. Why can't you come and say, hey, Antoine, this is what's happening. I think this is what you can do to improve your business. Mina, I did this kind of business and I failed. Now I'm 35 and I'm making this amount of money because I did one, two, three. Mm. So many, some of the entrepreneurs that I've worked with in the ecosystem are celebrities. Mm. Now, cause you maybe appear on two interviews, Nyana, Yawana and Daily Sun says, yeah. young entrepreneur, Yawana yeah. is coming at it against all odds. Mm. But my question is that like our African brothers, we must have uh, some sort of unity and be like, this business is doing well. Mm. So that when your business fails, you are able to say, I need 40,000. Mm. Skinny Smoo, my most favorite entrepreneur, at his, uh, at his peak, he's interviewed by SAPC. Yeah. He disappeared. Then when he comes back, he says, I want... Oh, they bought a business analyst. The business analyst is like, yeah, you must look at the fundamentals, the analysis, the textbook entrepreneurship. You know what Skinny Smooth said? He's like, I don't want advice. I want 5 million. Yeah, because, you know, when you bring the analyst, you should ask yourself, does the analyst have a business? Exactly. That has all these analysis that <laughs> and, they've been talking about. And the funny thing is that in many spaces with South Africa, I think COVID made all of us expect Surely now <laughs> you, you, you get it from your podcast space where people who haven't started podcasts or are scared of opening TikTok accounts are like, no, Sinalo, I think you can brand it from this direction. Yeah. I think you can do one, two, three. Mm. Tina in business knows, Akila, I think you should have social media. I think you should hire an accountant. Mm. I think uh, there's someone, a, a lady from church was like, Sakila, you must you must formalize your sneaker cleaning business. Ngampeg. No. But you haven't started a business ever in your in your life. Yes. You are you are scared of starting. Mm. A, you are scared of selling. But now we have many people. The advice we we receive it with grace. But people must <laughs> must also amara now the Everywhere you go, people are giving you advice. advice yeah. No, I think with the sneaker cleaning business, if you could create a website with which man. Mm. I think yeah, we, we are so uh, obsessed with the niceties. Yes, and. Uh, one forgets or avoids the hard work, you know. Mm. And back to us talking about business and, you know, entrepreneurship. And I think we've discussed this, you know, uh, informally by saying that what could we do to ensure the perpetual succession, to ensure that our businesses like our African Africana brothers yes. actually stand the test of time and they actually, you know, move from generation to generation. How can we expand and break down this concept? Because everyone is break is is is, is talking about it. Ge- generational wealth. I think it would go back to having conversations. Mm. The same thing you're doing now with the with the podcast. Yeah. You are sparking on a conversation. Yeah. And now you're able to say, oh, now I know this person who started business. Mm. Then we have some sort of community. Because one thing about entrepreneurship in South Africa, we love I- 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 celebrity entrepreneurship. So you want to work in silos. Yeah. You want to be the first whatever. whatever first whatever. Page. First sneaker cleaning whatever. Yeah. Whilst instead of trying to be the first, first sneaker cleaning whatever on campus, why can't I find other young law students who are mm. interested in business or mm. any other faculty and be like, guys, please start. Mm. We, are wanna, we must build a community whereby mm. we are, you know, if you want to 
get information about this business, you're able to go to Sakile. If I want to know about the business of law, I'm mm. able to go to Ujoj. If I want to know about the business of TikTok, I'm able to go to Isnalo. Mm. And that goes to us keeping a brotherhood. Mm. Saying, hey, Ngobe, assist me. And Nami, I must be able to be open and be like, <coughs> no, Isnalo. Yeah. It's Monelana for what? Because yeah. so, nothing makes me angry like Ugmonelana. One of the biggest or oh, Hatreds I had is I want to I don't believe in it, but I wanna lend you witchcraft because I used to chill with my grandmother a lot and she would explain this this, this 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 thing of witchcraft. I'm like, I go, go come on. Yeah. But based on what she said about witchcraft, if lend you witchcraft, I want to be a lawyer. So why didn't they lawyer some of the people? Instead of me empowering you, you yeah. so I know there's a camera, come and use it. Now saying, no, go by, I have extra 300. If I want to invest in your business. In business yeah. Three years later, we have stock fails to allow us to propel forward. Oh, so yeah. back to working together, mm. having stock fails if possible. I tell most of my brothers in corporate, especially in law, guys, call each other, yeah. take off each other. Because let's take my uh, person X, who's a friend of mine, stays in Midrand. Mm. If you have a puncher, who are you going to call? Because yeah. when you get to the real world, people already have their people. Yeah. You won't be knocking on doors. And it's like now trying to be a friend with Black Coffee. I was te- <laughs> telling Ustelo last week. Yeah. Uh, Stelo, don't try yeah, to be friends with big people. Yeah. Tina, amongst ourselves, Selves. let's find... Because we can't be friends with everyone. Because yeah. let's find people that are like-minded and let's build that circle. Yeah, yeah. that power circle. So that mm. I was telling her, was it right now? Because mm. you, you know, come on, it's mm. inevitable. This guy's gonna be big. Yeah, big, yeah. yeah on our side. Mm. Let's have this busy source. Because mm. you know, in three years, when I say snalo, I need three million. You are able. You're able to give me because mm. you're like ungoing your mars. As I manifest three million. <laughs> but um moving on because we are running out of time. I have to ask you this because mm-hmm. um we are dealing with students and we're dealing with the youth. We have seen so many businesses in the university community, um before COVID, post COVID. There was one particular business, for instance, on, on campus. That was making fries. I just forgot the name. But you do know that there are rules that regulate businesses. And sometimes to the detriment of, you know, entrepreneurs and people who are owning businesses. And it so appeared that that business was reported Mm. by someone, which then led to its closure. Yeah. Um, What is lacking in terms of the university community empowering businesses. Don't you think that the university has a duty to actually provide uh, uh, resources and, and space for, for, for businesses on campus? Um, from my side, one thing I've noticed, now I'll speak in the context of a Tivit college, then I'll come to our university. I was speaking to this other comrade, and the comrade was like, at his university, or Tivet, rather, there are policies mm-hmm. that promote entrepreneurship. Yeah. But when it trickles down to the ground, they're being shut down. Mm. And that was a very sad sentiment from him, when we have spaces which promote entrepreneurship on paper, like his uh, Tivet College. Mm. But in reality, it's not the case. case yeah. Yeah, bona. So one thing I've uh, in my university, hence uh, uh, with reference to your story, I was like, let me rather not be in spaces which will incriminate me. Yeah. Let me just watch sneakers. Yeah. Yeah, bona. And watch sneakers at Bella. So I'm not doing it in the university. university yeah. yeah bona. To yeah. avoid certain conversations, conversations and, and to avoid uh, certain fights. Conflict. Yeah. So hence. Even when I train people, I want them to be able to start businesses outside of university. university. Then if you're able to start it within a university, obviously following the rules, yeah. Yeah, bona, then you can start. The, the reason I am focusing it on university is one. The first reason is being at university, you realize that this is a community within itself. Yes. And if you would, um, hypothetically speaking, you can look at management as government. Yes. And then look at the students 
as citizens. Yes. Because at university you get everything. Yeah. Like yeah. there's there's a group chat called Isupafinder. Hey, I can't do my tool up here. Yes. So I am speaking about it in that context of what is then not or what is the stumbling block for business? Because your entrepreneurs, your businessmen can also say they ask they ask they are stumbling blocks mm. um in terms of you know, uh, businesses in the real world or in the outside world yeah. where there's a lot of red tape. You have to register for this. You have to register for that. Yes. Um, if you're not registered, then you cannot partake in this, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, those things have said to hinder yes. business uh, activity, to hinder uh, entrepreneurship and, and so forth. So yeah. um, what would your take be on that? Would it be to actually just avoid such spaces or can we do anything? Can we be proactive about it in some way? I think uh, avoiding it would be a very bad idea, because Nami, from essence, I speak from a sense of priv- from a point of privilege, because mm. my business is allowed to run a DP with my business partner, because mm. the systems allow the yeah, and I'm able to watch Nikas, but there are people that need mm. the university or need certain resources or certain mm. spaces to run from here. Mm. My point of departure is that there is a center of entrepreneurship and innovation. Mm. And I know they are ambassadors because mm. they wear uh, Amalo, Amagolf t-shirts, return yes. that. So I think they should be tasked with an assignment to speak more about what's happening more. that side. Because mm. we know there's a center of entrepreneurship and innovation that mm. has to promote entrepreneurship within the university space. Mm. My question is that if there are events, they should invite us. And if they are doing anything, they should reach out more to students. Mm. And maybe you might find maybe from this side, they're saying they are. Mm. My question is that are there any um, calculative measures they use to show this year we had 20 entrepreneurs, Yabona, mm. or it's just a passive thing? Mm. And from their side, I would advise that they must collaborate with students that are influential. <coughs> there are many students that are influential on the ground. ground. It could be SRC presidents. It could be comrades on the ground. You know that whenever he types something, yeah, the yeah. message could be trickled. So it's they must... Facebook group. Exactly. They, is very large. So my suggestion is that they should also work with those people because mm. those people have the voice. They have the reach. Yeah. So that, that, that would be my take. Then we would take it from there. Then through them, maybe would I would go to management or would go to the powers that be and say we want to move in this direction because mm. they are the system that's there to to take us to the promised land. Um, I know Uti, uh Gobe and I will speak for the whole day <laughs> because there's just so much um, that can be done, and I know that he's quite passionate about mm. business and not just about making money, but also empowering others to get into uh, business, you know, and um, invoke their entrepreneurial flair. Um, as we close this episode, what would you say to the students who, um, you know, I'd say face hardships? Mm. Some students are not just studying. Yeah. They have to send money home. Sure. Some students are working. They send money home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's just so much that people don't share. Yeah. Which they are doing. Yes. Um, what would you say to that student that wants to start that enterprise, that student that wants to empower themselves by providing for their family, that finds themselves um, struck between continuing with school and starting a business, but most importantly, the student that has started mm. but faces negativity. Um, for instance, your, 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 your people that cook food, yes, you know, the negative comments. Mm, mm. What would you say to that student that is trying the utmost best, you know, in the field of business and um, is just not being lucky or is not getting good reception? My, my disclaimer, you said uh, to one of the students that actually maybe pay uh, send money back home yeah. or whatever, use that. So now I'll make a disclaimer. Some of the businesses, I use them to pay fees. I wouldn't say whose fees I'm paying, mm. but there are certain fees and there are certain groceries for my gens mm. in Pretoria that I buy groceries for. So uh, sorry to, to backtrack, but there's a business that crashed uh, two years ago because I had to pay 
my friend's rent and mm. I had to shut down that business. Mm. So I'm one of those people that actually uh, is in that um, is in that circle. Yeah, one whereby you have to take some of the money and actually do real things. Things, yeah. <laughs> so the people that are facing adversities and you see that you're making money in fair too, mm. it's either we quit or mm. we die trying. Mm. So my question, my thing is that if it gets overwhelmed, uh, overwhelming, find your source of power. Me now, I'm a Christian. I'm a staunch Christian. Mm. I pray in fair too. I go on my knees and that's where I get my power from. Mm. I call my sister. That's why, because I fail a lot. So when I fail, I call my sister and say, hey, dog, I don't have money. Please send me money. Mm. She sends money. Yeah, one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I have those, also have a support system. Mm. Have people that you can talk to. Because as an entrepreneur, you'll be frustrated most of the time. Mm. And also, Ngapa, you also have academics. Mm. Yeah, one. And also to your immediate circle, you must explain to them, what the guys, don't expect me. We'll see when you do a, your 21st, I'll take out a thousand. Yeah. That, the every cent I get, yeah, when it goes back like into the business. business so I you also, exactly. Responsibilities. You have responsibilities. So in my immediate circle, they understand. And I would also advise to someone, the rise listeners that are in business, to make their circle understand. Mm. Some of them won't understand, but you only need that one person to support you. Mm. Yeah, when, uh, if we, the people support you, my friends, some of them are hello, a candidate at tennis in Sentin. I call them, I'm like, hey, say, Mr. JZQ. I call him Mr. JZQ. <laughs> yeah. Says, says yeah. he, he says that he, he knows. Mm-hmm. I know within two seconds I'll get um, a bank notification. So it's those relationships you've, you build also. Mm-hmm. For guys, if you get better, my daughter, and I ask money, you know it's bad. I need it's to bad, eat. Yeah. So build those relationships and also nurture relationships. Mm-hmm. And But beyond that, because now I'm speaking from people pouring into our, our cups. Now we'll also pour into other people's cup because mm. you can't expect for people to support you and give you money while you don't congratulate them. Mm. If Sinalo, you've done something great, I must congratulate you because yeah. I think that's something that's lacking in the ecosystem. Every day, shall I We must also have, we must cleanse our hearts. Abanyenje, we must just go away. We must cleanse our hearts. Now I'm speaking on a larger entrepreneurship and other entrepreneurs and just people on the ground. Let's be happy for each other. We are first generation. Mm. We are the first ones to do it, whether academically mm. or business-wise. So why am I hating on you? So now those people find genuine people. If a person is not genuine, I'll cut you off from it because they know that you are bambelela and we are going to one uh, one direction, which is success. Yeah. Um, Ngobe, thank you very much. Um, uh, we are very delighted to have you here. And mm. very much inspired. Uh, please continue mm-hmm. doing the work that you do. Please continue doing those businesses, even when you fail. Sure. Start businesses, empower others. Um, as a person very close to you, I know what you want to achieve. Mm. Um, just to close, what would we or what should we um, expect from Sakile? in the coming months and yes um all i can say is that end of october expect something big yeah and let me just call it the project for now the project will change the entrepreneurship game of south africa like first year students everyone from youth old macriza that mm. project will change this, the space. I've invested together with my business partner. Mm. I've put in all my life savings into this project. And so that's nice. what I can say. Good people must be on the lookout. The project will change the face of entrepreneurship. And people must just continue <laughs> looking out for the projects. But one of the other things I'll be doing is I'll be consulting. So whoever is listening here, if they want to know about business, on Instagram, it's Sakile Gangobe. DM me, we jump on a call. You start your business and it's free. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Ngobe. Keep rising. Keep shining. Sabo Ngaput. Tango, tango, for it too.